Can you believe it, ladies and gentlemen? In fact, our very own Moshe Faglin has been targeted by the British, and we want to hear about that. Moshe Faglin, welcome to Manigut Mondays on Israel National Radio. Good afternoon. Well, you know, uh, I was shocked to hear that you two received a letter from Home Secretary Jackie Smith, uh, in the published uh, in the in this week's Jewish Chronicle, and basically it, the the letter, as I understand it, says that you are not welcome in England. Why why would that be? Um, Is that am I right? Am I correct in understanding you got almost, a letter? Almost correct. It's not that you too, as you said, as you mentioned. I'm the only one. Right. I'm the only- <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, Doronel Mog was also seemingly not welcome. No, what I'm, well, yeah, I'm not the only one that uh, banned from coming in. I'm the only one that the British people, on their own will, uh, decided uh, uh, to ban. Meaning, I did not ask to go to, go to England. I was not planning to go to England. England. I have nothing to look for in England. Well, maybe you do. Maybe somebody wants to yeah, uh, but, uh, support my Goodie. Last time I was there was. A, 2002, I had a, a, a meeting for a couple of hours and continued straight to Israel. Anyhow, so, so, so the, 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 the Chronicle, the London Chronicle, Jewish Chronicle, uh, was very surprised at the fact that why did they, what made them uh, target uh, an Israeli politician, and for what? for writing articles many, many years ago, from quotes from my articles many, many years ago. Did you get a letter from the government of England yourself? Yes. You got a letter to your home. So that's, that's first of all. So I do have something special, better than Almog, wow, better than others. If, yes. I had, if I had a letter like that, Moshe, I would frame it and be very proud of it. Of course, you know? I'm, very, I'm, very, I'm very proud. Well, let me tell you what I'm proud. Tell me why, really. I'm proud because... Uh, I don't think I, I, I deserve the honor to be uh, part of this uh, very uh, top group like Menachem Begin, like Yitzhak Shamir, and also like good generals like Ronald Morgan and others who did what they had to do. And uh, here comes the British and adding from all the Israeli politicians, from all the Israeli, you know, non-military non, non, uh, people, uh, pick up who? Pick up me, and for what? For writing articles, <laughs> writing articles, and not even a new article. The articles that were written many, many years ago. But but you by, can understand by the way, them. You can understand them. They're saying, look, you're writing uh, things that seem to be incitement to violence. They would say they're saying, well, we don't want your kind of people in our country. What, what do you say to that? I, I I have no problem. I don't want them either. I I, I see it as a compliment. What? Uh, yeah, I can understand them. Look. We, we we all understand that the, the the point is that they afraid they're 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 very much afraid of the Arabs. Uh, they letting uh, Ibrahim Musawi from the Hezbollah uh, coming in and and, and speak and, and and do whatever he wants. Um, uh, they I mean <laughs> I can give you many examples. It is not what I'm saying and definitely not what I'm doing. It's the it's the fact that I'm telling the truth and uh, and they're afraid of 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 uh, of their of the Arab reaction 
in their in their own home. I'm I'm place. not I'm not worried about uh, you not going to England. But what I am worried is is and I don't fall asleep at night worried that the world doesn't like us. But still, it it bothers me that uh, here's England looking at us. Now we're trying to defend ourselves. We're trying to fight back a world jihad who is hell bent on destroying Israel. They say it in their lingo all the time. Even in Mahmoud Abbas said it in a Jordanian paper this week. So they they say it all the time. Here comes Moshe Feiglin saying things like, uh, I don't know if this is a correct quote, but this is how they quote you. In order to declare that we are right, we have to declare war. It's not the Arabs who are murdering mothers, but those merciful people who gave weapons to the murderers. It's not the Arabs who are burning babies, but the peaceniks who recognize the justice of the Arabs' cause. It's not the cruel people who are bombing us, but merciful people who showed them mercy. War now, a holy war now. To me, these sentences are basically not a declaration of war, but a de- declaration of Israel's need to defend itself at this time. This is exactly, they took a part of a, of a bigger article that I wrote a long time ago. It basically says we have to understand that we are in a war. It is not the terror. We're not fighting the terror. We're fighting enemies. We have enemies at that, at that war. Just imagine that British people during uh, World War II would have said, we have a war against the, 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 the airplanes of the Luftwaffe, against the tools of the Germans, not against the Germans themselves. The terror is just a kind of a weapon in a much wider war, which we have to understand as we're in, and we, ha- and we have to act uh, as, as we are in a war. That's what that ar- uh, article said. But you know what's funny? In, 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 uh, in another pa- quote they put over there, they put I think, three or four quotes over there, they're quoting, writing that the Arab is not the son of the desert, but the father of the des- desert. Hmm. They're putting that. And, of course, somebody who's saying something like that, uh, how, how can a person who's saying, uh, who's saying a sentence like that can, can, can step a foot to uh, the great democracy of England? Anyhow, <laughs> what they didn't know, or forgot to quote, is that I took this sentence from a book named The Desert, Yesterday and Today, that, that was written by uh, the first British... Uh, man who was in charge of Sinai. The name, the name was Claude Jalvis, mm-hmm. and uh, he was like a Natsiba Britia Elion. How do you say? It? High commissioner, the British the high, high commissioner, commissioner. To, to Sinai in the, in in the year 1933. And when he learned uh, uh, what he learned the, the, the Bedouin, the Arabs. He said, they are not the sons of the desert. Wherever they go, the desert comes after them. They are the fathers of the desert. And I just quoted him. So you, you can say that I'm, I'm, I'm abandoned from coming into England for quoting an, an, a British official. That's, uh, <laughs> that's, it makes me so angry, though, Moshe. It makes me, I don't it, know, it makes very, me smile. It's funny. Well, it's funny, but it's, but it's also you know, not funny because they're using international court systems to limit our... You know, it doesn't, again, it doesn't bother me that you're not going to go to England, but it bothers me that the attack... The, the, I the, thought of bringing you something from uh, Marks and Pence, but no, <laughs> you're not, not going to get it anymore. Too bad, too bad. It bothers me that these people that limited Jewish immigration to Israel during the time of the Holocaust with the white paper that basically meant the death of hundreds of thousands of Jews who could have escaped to Israel. These people that ruled us with an iron fist 
and hanged uh, Jewish freedom fighters who wanted to let Jews come to the land of Israel. They reneged on their own promises to build here a Jewish home, national Jewish home. Instead, they started accepting the Arab claims and the Arab wills and, and basically uh, took their promises and turned it into a very minor uh, minor part of their Arab kind of Middle East. These same people are today prosecuting the people who, again, want to fight for a Jewish country. And again, they are, in a sense, uh, stopping us from, from creating that Jewish national home that we want to create. But, 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 it makes me very angry. I personally would like to take one of their ambassadors and put him in jail for being involved in the many crimes that the that the British did, from the Falkland Islands to the stuff they did in in in, in India to to the stuff they did in Israel. We should if, we should uh, we should put them in jail. If Israel would be a real state, a real proud nation and a state, uh, something like that, abandoning uh, uh, an Israeli politician number two in Likud, by the way. Uh, uh, from from coming to England would have would have would have uh, got maybe not that kind of respond but uh, a very very strong respond. Uh, uh, the ambassador b- would would have been you know invited uh, to give explanations um, uh, and maybe some British uh, professors who who speak uh, with. With a very anti-Semitism, anti-Semitic, anti-Semitic, anti-Semitic tune. Thank you. Uh, would be abandoned from coming to Israel or, or whatever. That, uh, that of course, of course, that what may make me angry, angry, uh, or feelings of anger against England or because of all this uh, case. I don't feel at all. I I feel uh, proud. I feel proud, and uh, you know, I'm, I, I I laugh about it. Why Why I'm not angry? Because I have no expectations. I know exactly who they are. I know exactly wh- where they're coming from. I know the history. I know their their. Uh, I know that the Crusades started in England in England in the 12th century. I know the stories about the, their behavior during the Holocaust. I know the, what they really tried, tried to, do it, to do here in what they called Palestine to give the land uh, uh, to, to the Arabs and let them uh, slaughter all 600,000 Jews. I know who the British people really are and, where, what, what, and, and, and what their policy was through these whole years. So I was not surprised. I'm very proud uh, these kind of of, uh, of people see me as a threat. It it it, it gives me it gives me uh, feelings of proud and satisfaction. And and you're right, understanding the right proportion of that story uh, uh, means that you sh- that I should take this letter and and frame it uh, in my in my living room. They. Uh this this year we're celebrating a hundred years uh, of uh, I think it was since since the birth the birth of uh, Avram Stern of y- Avram Yair Stern who was a freedom fighter uh, in the Lehi the uh, the army the, the underground army that started uh, really attacking the the British uh, here in Israel and against the will of Jabotinsky they fought a war against uh, the British here because they said these people are slowing down. The Jewish national home, and I feel that this has this war continues today. Now, when they caught Yair uh, Avram Stern, they shot him uh, in the back 
point blank. They didn't give him a trial. None of that nice uh, British democracy business. None of the, uh, uh, the parliament and all these you know things that they're so proud of. They just killed him in cold blood like murderers. And I feel like their policies are, you know, are back today. But today, the difference is, I think you said it, is that the Arabs also live now in their country. There's Arabs in England today that are affecting policy. And uh, it's not, the Arabs are not contained in the Middle East. They have found out across Europe and into England and are actually dictating policy. I mean, this is a global jihad, uh, which is not only one of violence, but it's also one of ideas. Yes, and I'll, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you, where it, you're right. What you you putting it in a, in a, you adding the, the the Arabic point to it. You know, I'll tell you a story that I also told uh, the Jewish chronicle when when they came out with this with this uh, story. I, he asked me why. He asked me the the reporter, why do you think the British is, are doing that? And I told him, look, uh, a friend of mine, a Central Committee member of of Likud from Batyam told me that he drove his car in the middle of Yafo, in Shderot Yerushalayim, in Yafo. And uh, suddenly the car in front of him stopped and didn't move. When he tried to beep the horn, uh, the three Arabs came out of his car, started to yell at him, made him uh, uh, get out of his own car. And there was a policeman over there. So he turned to the policeman and told him, look what's going on. They're blocking the street, screaming to me, don't let me do something. So the policeman's reaction was very surprising. He started taking details from the poor guy, my, from my friend, and didn't even look at the Arabs. And in a slight of a, set, of, of a second, he understood that the policeman, because he cannot deal with the Arabs, he's, he's, he... he went 180 degrees and made him the bad guy. Right. Uh, this is something that uh, happens between human beings. It, uh, obviously, it also happens between nations. The British people cannot deal with the Arabic problem. So we become the bad guys, and uh, people who, who are not participating in the party and, 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 and saying who the Arabs really are, becoming a, a threat. And that brings you back to uh, Moshe Feiglin, I guess, <laughs> to me, and all these funny quotes. Anyhow, uh, um, I suspect that uh, they got help from inside, because I don't see uh, the British uh, authorities going after uh, articles of all Israeli activists and, and, and public figures from many, many years ago. I guess somebody here in Israel helped it happen. We should remember, we should know that too. Moshe Feiglin, thank you very much. I, I want to finish up with this very simple idea that the cowards are most afraid and most detest the brave people. That's something that I sense all the time, and I think that's what you were alluding to, that, uh, that they are attacking those who fight the people who are now ruling them. I, I, I may add only one important point. Uh, the amount of emails, letters, phone calls I'm getting from citizens, not, not necessarily Jewish citizens, in England, uh, Jews in England and all over the world, is, uh, is, is great. Uh, it gives 
me a lot, a lot, of, <coughs> a lot of strength and shows that, that these, these uh, uh, bad forces are not the only one in town. Moshe Feiglin, thank you very much for being with us on Manhigut Mondays here on Israel National Radio. Check out Moshe's site, jewishisrael.org, and a dinner that's going to be on Shushan Purim in America. You can join as well. Thank you very much for being with us. Thank you. Bye. All right, folks, you are listening to Yishai and Friends. Interesting stuff.